This is Joan Boney speaking. In the Bible, God set forth rules for the New Testament church concerning divorce and remarriage. Beginning at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 11, we read, We labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him, by him, by Jesus. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Some people today think God is like a good-natured Santa Claus or a grandfather figure. That he's going to just say to you, Oh, you're Presbyterian. Well, then you're excused from all the rules in the New Testament. We actually had a woman say to us she was Messianic, Messianic Jew, and therefore she didn't have to follow the New Testament. Ooh. Paul says, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Every one of us will be judged according to the Word of God, according to the New Testament Bible. It's just like if you went out on the golf course and did all kinds of things and someone said to you, what you're doing is against the rules of golf. Therefore, you must straighten this up. I'm saying the same thing to you. Every one of us will answer at the judgment seat of Christ for what we have done on this present earth, whether good or bad. And we will be judged by the word of God, by the rules of the New Testament. Concerning divorce remarriage, we start with Matthew chapter 5 and we're going to start at verse 31. Jesus says, It hath been said, Whosoever shall put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. But I say unto you, Whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. The rules for the New Testament church, if your wife is committing fornication, you as a man can divorce her. And you will not be guilty if she remarries. But if she's a faithful wife and you divorce her, She will remarry. If she remarries, she will commit adultery. And whosoever marries her commits adultery. The man who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. In Mark chapter 10, Jesus says, 
from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, two, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. His disciples asked him more about this subject, and he said to them, verse 11, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. In 1 Corinthians seven ten and 11, the Apostle Paul says, And unto the married I command, yet not I but the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. Romans 7, 1 through 3. The Apostle Paul says, Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 39 and 40, concerning the woman. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will, but only in the Lord. She can only marry another Christian. Paul says, but she is happier if she so abide after my judgment. And I think also that I have the Spirit of God. In 1 Corinthians 6, the Apostle Paul tells us that even if a man is having sex with a prostitute, he becomes one flesh with her at the time of sexual intercourse. This is how you become one flesh, is through sexual intercourse. Today, with the advent of birth control pills, women think they are free to go out and have sexual intercourse outside of marriage. And men think they are free to have sexual intercourse outside of marriage. But the Apostle Paul tells us in this section of Scripture and warns the men, if you go out there and have sex with a prostitute, 
you become one flesh with her. It is a sin against your own body that you are committing. It's a sin unlike any other sin, says the Apostle Paul. We'll read that section of scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, starting at verse 15. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot, a prostitute, is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. Verse 18, flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I think this is the only passage of Scripture strong enough to help young people to avoid sex before marriage. At the time of sexual intercourse, the two become one flesh. If you do this, you're going to ruin your life because you're going to fragment yourself. Whether you are male or female. This is the scripture parents should be teaching their children, both male and female. For young men take pride in the number of sexual conquests they can have. But you are going to distort your own self. You're going to sin against your own self by doing this. The women today have become incredibly evil. It's unspeakable what women do today. And they take pride in having sex before marriage and flaunting their sex. At the judgment seat of Christ, they will answer for these things, even if they become born again and are forgiven by the blood of Jesus and covered by the blood of Jesus. That one sex will affect them, I'm sure. I've seen too many of them. So, don't do it. Live another way if you're in the church. Of course, the sad thing is today the churches do not teach these things because it would not be popular. Look at 1 Corinthians 7, verse 2 for a moment. To avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Sexual sins are extremely serious. 
1 Corinthians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, that's homosexual, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And some, and such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. But if you do these sins after you have been born again, if you return to these sins after you are born again, the Apostle Peter said it's like a dog returning to its vomit and a sow returning to the mire after she's been washed. In Second Peter chapter 2, the Apostle says, Verse 20, For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness, then after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is returned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. In Hebrews chapter 10, we are told to exhort one another. To exhort means to urge earnestly with advice and warning, as I am doing at the, with this podcast. Exhort one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Do it even more as you see the day of the Lord approaching, and we see the day of the Lord approaching by the wickedness that we see upon this earth. Television testifies to it before all of us. For the lewdness and the evil of the commercials even are so bad and so vile today that with many of them, we cannot stand to look upon the commercials. It would not have been that way 30 years ago. That is shows us the enormous increase in wickedness. And the wickedness shows the wrath of God is drawing nearer. The great tribulation draws nearer. The return of Jesus draws nearer. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, 
There remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. But a fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sorer punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden under foot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and hath done despot unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. That's Hebrews 10, starting at verse 25, going through verse 31. If you return to the sins after you are born again, if you go back to the old way of life and commit those sins again, there is no more sacrifice for sins. To try to sacrifice for sins would be to crucify Jesus afresh. And not only that, you have shown that you despise the spirit of grace. This is a very fearful thing. I suggest each person who's listening to this podcast seriously consider these scriptures and form your way of life as best you can around these scriptures. After I finish this broadcast, I will copy all of these scriptures and print them on our blog so you can see every scripture in writing. Go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations. On the right-hand side of the home page, you will see podcast. Go to the topic of divorce and remarriage according to what the Bible says. Let me repeat the name of our blog. Go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations. On the right-hand side of the page, you will see podcasts. You can rehear this broadcast. You can follow along and look at all of these scriptures. For we are all going to answer for what we do on this earth that is contrary to the rules set up in the New Testament Bible for the New Testament church. And most churches today are not speaking these rules because they would offend people. But it is up to each of us to go to the New Testament and see these rules for ourselves on these subjects correct ourselves, if at all possible, and live by the rules set forth by God in the New Testament. 
This is Joan Boney speaking.